Hello. Good morning to you. Rise and shine. We out here chasing this chicken, but you already knew that. I'd like to welcome you to my new podcast called Tour Stories. I'm your host, Yale Howard. Yes, I do know my first and last names are colleges. I heard it all before. Let me set the scene for you here. I've been working on the PGA Tour for the last four or five years prior to that, and currently now uh, I was an MA caddy at multiple country clubs around the country. I was afforded the opportunity to work on the PGA Tour and took advantage of it, and these are some of the stories from that. The first event I'm going to talk about in this episode is the 2018 FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, they started off at the Northern Trust at Wedgwood Country Club in Paramus, New Jersey. I attended that event. Uh, stayed in Manhattan for a night, then went over to New Jersey. My birthday weekend was that weekend. On the Friday, we went to the Heights at the Arlo Hotel in Manhattan, 45 floors up, looking at the Empire State Building. Great time. The next event was in Boston, and I went back home. I didn't work that one. After that was the BMW Championship at Aronimic, which, funny, I caddied for a guy and a member guest in May, uh, Chris Pushaw, shout out to him. I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name, but I did. Um, it was John Penny's guest, and I asked him, you know, casually, where are you from? He said, Philadelphia. I told him I'm coming up there. I work for the tour. You know, I'm freelancing at the moment. I need a place to stay. He said, I'll put you up. No questions asked. Uh, so we went there. He put me up. It was great. Uh, stayed in the King of Prussia outside of Philadelphia. It was a good tournament. It was wet, rainy. Aronimus is a great golf course. Uh, had some good little uh, fun up there. And uh, the first night when I was there, Pushaw actually, you know, showed me to his neighborhood watering hole. And there's where I met a lady named Cynthia, who ties back into this story. Shout out to Cynthia. Uh, she was there. She said she was a traveling nurse. She owned, you know, some 18-wheelers and things of that nature. But she lived in Atlanta. So once again, I told her, hey, I'm going to be in Atlanta next week. So she said, take her information, you know, call her up when I get there. No problem. I do that. I think Hurricane Irma or some sorts came just right before the tour championship then. And, um, you know, the coastline of North Carolina, South Carolina was pretty messed up. So couldn't drive down there. So I caught a plane and called her last minute to let her know that I was catching a plane. And she said she would pick me up. No problems. And, uh, you know, asked me, do I remember what she looks like? I said, of course, I couldn't forget a face like that. Uh, and she said, uh, she started laughing and she said, uh, you know, look outside for a red Maserati when I get there. I said, oh, we. So when I get there to the airport, she's there in a red Maserati, dropped me off at East Lake. It's a Wednesday, so it's just a pro-am. We're just doing a lot of testing out there. Um, I get to my Airbnb, and my Airbnb, actually, is a nice young lady. And, uh, you know, the first thing I notice as I get into the Airbnb is there's a, uh, looks to me, you know, I wouldn't know what one would look like, but it looks like, to me, it looks like a stripper pole in the middle of the living room. Eventually, I start hanging out with the Airbnb lady, and she lets me know it's a fitness pole. <laughs> Excuse me. And, uh, you know, that went about for the whole week. And uh, the Saturday came of the tour championship, and everybody in the production crew, you know, this is the last event for the year. So everybody in the production crew gets together, 
and they uh, they go out. They go out to a spot, and the spot is called the Claremont Lounge. If you're familiar with Atlanta, you might know about the Claremont Lounge. So the Claremont Lounge is like a novelty strip club, and I was quite surprised about the patrons that were there. As far as everybody there, it was our production team. You're talking about old to young, black to white. And, uh, you know, Novelty Strip Club, it's 45-year-old Aunt Alice is in there shaking her thing. So, I mean, you'd be surprised at the crowd that was there. And I took Cynthia with me down there. So we hooked up. We we hooked up and met up and not hooked up, hooked up. Well, we did hook up, but not in any which way. Um, So she met me there. And, you know, the line was out the door with, like, 22, 23-year-old white college kids. It was insane. This place was ridiculous. So, you know, we have a good time there. She's from Atlanta and never been there. So I'm glad I get to show somebody, you know, something in their city that they haven't seen before. And uh, we had a great time, you know, did that. And, um, you know, I was just in in awe of how, much fun we were having in Atlanta, you know, especially with the golf and everything included. Uh, by this time, I forgot to mention, Cynthia came and scooped me up. This time she had a white Jaguar, so she was doing some good things for herself. Um, and, uh, you know, we went back to my place. I brought her in there. Who ain't getting no cutty? And, um, you know, I guess the Airbnb son saw I brought a guest. So like, she charged me an extra $15 for that. And whatnot, it was all good. When we woke up the next morning, you know, Cynthia came to her senses and said, oh, wow, she's late for church. So I said, pray for me as you drop me off at the Waffle House. And I got dropped off at the Waffle House. I I went to the Waffle House, had a great, great breakfast, uh, enjoyed myself thoroughly. And uh, just walked to Eastlake feeling pretty good. Uh, That's Sunday. Uh, Now reminds you the call. Uh, Tiger was, you know, leading Ty, whatever, whatever the case was, you know, and I had inside access to the whole situation and, uh, you know, all jokes aside that Sunday stepping to the tour championship was a big deal. I mean, he was leading, he was in contention. Um, I was actually working with sky sports, this event and, uh, my boy, Daniel, shout out to Daniel. All we really had to do was basically get T-box shots. And that final group, as you can remember, was Rory and Tiger. And um, I can just remember, you know, thousands of people's rows, 20 people deep. Um, us being able to be afforded the access to just get ahead and only do tee boxes allowed us to stay clear from some of the crowds, which was actually pretty good for us. Um so basically all we did was get those guys on tee boxes and things of that nature. I came to about hole number four, you know, and as we post up at five tee box, I would just twinkle on over to four green and see the action. And I noticed the ropes were down. You got Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy in the feature group at the tour championship, the last event of the season for golf. And you have no security. You have no security. And uh, I, I mean, I remember helping Helping a police officer hold the rope up. That's not even my job. And that's how sad it was, I felt like. So at the end of the event, when you see Tiger and those tens of thousands of people rushing behind him, I'm not surprised at all because I could see it happening all day. There was a lack of security there 
for two of the biggest names in golf. One easily, the other one, Rory, at that point in time, you could arguably say he was one of the biggest as well. So if you look at that scene, and I'm going to try to figure out how to incorporate the pictures into, you know, the, the audio that you hear. You can see the visuals because we got the proof. It's all in the pudding. Um, when Tiger won, that was a historic 80th event that he won. I was on the green. I got pictures. From looking at the green and looking back towards the fairway, looking at all those people break the barriers and just rush, I, I mean, I was flabbergasted, actually. I had no idea that was literally going to be taking place and just got myself up towards the green inside the ropes with my access that uh, you know I couldn't get in any harm's way. And it was really such a treat to see Tiger win that event, um, you know, working the tour that whole year to see him win that event. Then after a lot of people did not think he was going to be able to win, that was a good thing, a great thing for me to witness and to be able to see it the step of the way, you know, the whole step of the way, seeing him play um, that whole year, he got better and better and better and better. He missed a couple cuts in California. He came to the Florida swing. He actually played pretty decent. Honda Classic, Valspar finished second. You know, he was he was okay. And then, you know, the majors, he played good. So winning the Tour Championship was no surprise. And then, you know, couples that with coming the next year and winning the Masters. So, you know, I had a great time in the East Lake and been fortunate enough to be there three or four times. And every time I go there is wonderful. And, uh, you know, that 2018 Tour Championship where Tiger Woods got his 80th W is a story that'll go down with me forever. I had a great time leading up to there and a great time to there. So I hope you guys enjoyed that story. This is my initial one. Just bear with me. I hope it gets better from here. I like to say warm the jet, slam the trunk.